Today on HC Daily, we're starting a new series in the book of 1 Peter, and uh, really happy to have Wesley Woods with us again. And uh, this topic today is all about the hope of eternal life as we continue this series called Little Books. And that's what we're talking about today on HC Daily. You're listening to another episode of HC Daily, a daily devotional podcast that you can listen to at home or on the go. We believe that you can grow as much as you want to grow spiritually, and this podcast can be a part of your daily growth plan. So, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or your favorite podcast app, we're glad you're here. Now, let's join our hosts, Jeff Forrester and Chris Zarbaugh in the studio. You're still not Chris Arbaugh. Yeah, I'm not. It's Wesley Woods. <laughs> and uh, so you're really classing up the podcast as, as what's happening. We're finally going to a whole other level having you on here every day. Uh, so, Wesley, we always like to ask questions. And I thought I would just ask you, um, uh, tell us about where did you go to school? Growing up, where did you yeah. go to school? And uh, were you a good student? Yeah, <laughs> or so, maybe I shouldn't ask that question. I'm sure yeah, I should. No, so it, here's the thing. So I went to St. David. It was a uh, mm-hmm. private school on the east side of Detroit. And back then in the 80s, you didn't have an option whether you were going to be good or bad in school. <laughs> because if you were bad, you mm-hmm. got in trouble with the principal. Mm-hmm. So that was first. Mm-hmm. Then the principal called your parents. Mm-hmm. And then you got in trouble again. Yeah. Did you get in trouble when no, you got so home? I didn't, I didn't get in uh, a lot of trouble uh-huh. in uh, a school because I knew you were getting it twice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I stayed away from that. Buddy, so I also got in trouble when I got home. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened at school happened at home, yeah. right? That, that was it. And uh, it didn't really slow me down much on that one. So <laughs> you just went for it. Yeah, I just I just had to make sure it was going to be worth it. <laughs> it was terrible, man. Uh, so did your school spank when you were a kid? Oh yeah. In so school? all of that was like legal oh, when I was oh, a yeah. kid. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. could get hit with a paddle. They would make you like stand in the corner, hold books straight out, oh, yeah. like for an extended amount of time. Mm-hmm. Stand in the corner and like. You kind of would do a half squat, oh, and you yeah. had to hold. Yeah, yeah. All, you could get hit with like rulers, rulers all wow. kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and hey, look, you know, you turned out okay. Yeah, yeah. I tell uh, my daughter that you know, kids today just have it easy. Yeah. You don't know oh, what yeah. we went through. That's right. It's uh, they're so fragile now, so we have to be careful. Well, um, that, that's good. That's very interesting. It's yeah. very enlightening to find out all those things. Uh, went to St. David's in yeah. Detroit. Wow. Okay. Well, we are, uh, as we mentioned, we're kicking off this new series with First Peter, and uh, this Peter is uh, the same Peter that was one of the disciples of Jesus, one of the three main disciples of Jesus, mm-hmm. Peter, James, and John. And uh, that's how we began the podcast. We started the podcast, how many, you know, like, I don't know, uh, over a hundred podcasts ago mm-hmm. talking about the life of Peter. And so here now, Peter was about 40-ish, I think, according to church history, when he was following Jesus, maybe late 30s. Now at this point, we know that the book of First Peter was written sometime around 64 A.D. So yeah. now at this point, Peter is late 60s, maybe early 70s, mm-hmm. writing to the people um, in the towns that we're going to talk about. So yeah. uh, he's talking a lot about persecution. He talks a lot about salvation. He talks about what it means to be part of God's family. And also he talks about judgment, God's judgment on the world and on sin. So mm-hmm. anyways, let's let's just start. I think we're going to read the first 12 verses yeah. of the first chapter, and then we'll just unpack it from there. 
So it said, and the reason why we know that this letter was from Peter is because he says, this letter is from Peter. Yeah. <laughs> so, no I'm a, ambiguity I'm, there. Yeah, I'm a really clever Bible student. People are like, yeah. wow, Jeff, you know so much about the Bible. And it turns out <laughs> Peter just says it. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I'm writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed Him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we've been born again because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the day, the last day for all to see. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it'll bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you've never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterward. They were told that their messages were not for themselves but for you, and now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. That's yeah. a really cool last phrase there. Yeah, Jeff, can I kick things off um, this way? Because as you were reading, I was thinking about this. Why do you think it is that just humanity in general, or, or, or Christians, I, I should say, we love the blessings of God? Oh, yeah. But we hate the tribulation part. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah. we, we love the blessings, but, but is there any linkage between the two? And it kind of seems that way in the, the passage that we're reading mm. between... Um, there will be periods of tribulation that we'll go through, and uh, there will be seasons of blessings. But why yeah. do you think that is, that we love the blessings? You know, woohoo, God bless oh. me today, but I don't want to have to do go through anything. To, it's kind of like we want the medal that you get at the end of the marathon. Yeah, we just don't we want don't to run the marathon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's essentially. So, so uh, we work with a, a guy in uh, Kenya, yeah. uh, Julius Murgor. And um, Julius uh, is uh, was a parliament member for a long time. Very, very prominent man. Yeah. He's part of the Pokot tribe, which is the lowest of the tribes, just about the lowest in the hierarchy of tribes in Kenya. Mm -hmm. And um, very, very poor, very rural, very uh, backward in their development so far. Um, and so uh, some of our people from our church... Uh, we were there doing some work with uh, one of the schools in the area, and mm -hmm. they decided to do a big race. People love to run and race out there. Yeah. And so all the boys, all the girls came, and then some of the adults came, and they're going to run. And so uh, our, the people from Heritage Church, they bought some chickens, and they said, well, we're going to give away chickens. Whoever wins the race, different age groups can give away a chicken. So, uh, uh, you know, ready, set. I forgot it was like a 10K or something yeah. like that, which is nothing for all these people who run all the time. And, and that's a, a blessing. Like if you 
give oh, someone yeah. like a, a goat, chicken, yeah, yeah. something. I mean, that's a blessing yeah. to the the. It, it the wasn't community. really really wasn't really our idea. They call them chicken races yeah. or goat races, and the yeah. idea is instead of getting a medal, you're going to yeah. get a chicken or a goat. So they call it that. Yeah. So, uh, but we we paid for it. That was going to be the thing. So it's ready, set, go. Everybody takes off. And and uh, Julius had shown up at the front line. You know, he's a famous man, yeah. and he's wearing a track suit. <laughs> Yeah. It was really fancy. You know, nobody's wearing fancy clothes like him. He's got new shoes on. Yeah. He's got his sunglasses on. He looks really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, everybody takes off, and he starts running. Yeah. And he runs and runs and runs, and he comes around the corner, and he starts letting the whole crowd get past him. They yeah. all go past him. And then finally, he runs off the track <laughs> and goes, and he has his driver pick him up. Yeah. And his driver took him all the way to the end to of the, the race. End. And then he pops back in just as the crowd starts coming. No and he sweat goes right anything. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> now, after after it's all over, you know, yeah. all the children were laughing. They knew what he did. Everybody yeah. knew what he did. It was just a big joke. Yeah. But it's true, you know, but he was acting like he was the winner. Yeah. You know, he come running across just at the last second, yeah. beat everybody. That is uh, hilarious. But, you know, that's just natural for us that we all, the reason why that's so funny is because we all think, I'd probably do that too. Yeah. I don't want to run 10K. <laughs> yeah. And so we don't like the struggles. Yeah. But in the previous book we just read, in the book of James, he starts off saying, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, yeah. when you suffer. And when you struggle, and then he talks about because it's these struggles that make you stronger. Yeah, Peter is is the same way, mm -hmm. and we have to remember Christianity was not founded in uh, you know all the Christians were not round up, uh, wrapped up in bubble wrap, and yeah. you know they were constantly protected all the time. Yeah. It was struggle. Mm -hmm. I mean, within just weeks after, perhaps or, or months after the uh, Pentecost moment uh, when the Holy Spirit came and the church had begun. Stephen is the first martyr. Yeah. He's just a young man, and he's, he's put to death, and people were shocked by that. And then the struggles, and Peter being put in prison, and Paul being put in prison, and being beaten. And then Christianity just kept expanding at such a rapid rate around yeah. the world. And in that first century, the Romans weren't hunting down the Christians all the time, but there were groups or government groups yeah. that, even though it wasn't the official policy of the Roman government, there were groups who didn't like the Christians, and they would hunt them down persecute them, uh, confiscate their property, put them in prison, beat them, yeah. trying to get force them to stop. And then some of those people even died martyrs as a result. And Peter is saying, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay if we suffer Christ. The, the founder of our faith suffered. Yeah. We can suffer too for him. Right? Yeah, I just think that's really good to point out because you have some, especially new Christians who would believe, oh, now that I've accepted Christ, my life is going to be easy street. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like running through a field of tulips on a sunny day. And it's like, no, you're going to have hurdles. Yeah. Yes, you will have assistance from Christ to get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. But there are some hurdles. There yeah. are some things you got to jump over to get to the finish line. Oh, I, I, I rejoice in our current freedoms and our current liberty to be able to worship the way we do. Yeah. Um, I love... Even to do this podcast. We couldn't do this in certain countries. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I love the fact that we can openly worship in our church services. And, you know, at Heritage Church, we got the lights and the projectors and the band is amazing and yeah. the singers are great. But I really wonder sometimes about my own faith, if we couldn't have the lights and we couldn't have the band yeah. and we couldn't just publicly gather, how deep is my faith? Is my faith strong enough that here's Peter in his late 60s, maybe early 70s, and he's writing from Rome, perhaps in prison. Yeah. Willing to die for the cause. Well, he you does know? eventually. They <laughs> yes. crucify him upside down. Yeah. But he's, he's writing in a persecuted situation, and he's still saying you can have joy. And, it, and the joy is not because of the circumstances. The joy is 
this isn't home. Yeah. This is only temporary. And he was looking to eternity. Yeah. And that's what that, that uh, you know, so be truly glad because there's joy ahead. He says, wonderful joy. That's in verse six. Yeah. There, there, there is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. And even back in verse three, where it talks about um, now we live with this great expectation. Mm-hmm. So we're not going through life just, you know, going through the motions. There is this great expectation. You have yeah. Christ on your side. Right. There is an end to this. There is salvation. Right. You know, the uh, spending your eternity with the Father. There's something to look forward to yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we 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 tend to think that the best days, you know, and, and my wife and I and my daughter, we were up in uh, Traverse City area in northern Michigan, yeah. and the weather was perfect. The sunsets were spectacular. We were at the, the huge, you know, Lake Michigan. We were up in the sand dunes. We were out in the woods. Uh, we had these amazing meals. Every moment of every day just about was perfect. Yeah. It's the kind of days you live for. You really mm-hmm. hope you can have this, you know, and then we came back to the real world and, you know, but it lasted a few days. It was just really yeah. phenomenal. And that's what we want. We want our lives to be that perfect moment that we, we've, m- many of us have experienced. We just want it all day, every day. Yeah. And it, we start to think then that the goal is to, to, to fix this broken world in such a way that it'll always be heaven. Yeah. And, Peter didn't even have that thought or that expectation. He was saying, this isn't heaven. Yeah. I'm not addicted and stuck on this planet. I'm looking forward to the day when I get to go to heaven, when, when the promise that Jesus made to us is fulfilled and we finally receive this gift that mm-hmm. he's, he's offering us. And so can you imagine as great as that perfect day is here on earth, Yeah, Peter's looking beyond those perfect days and saying, it's Far better. Yes. And that's why we have hope. This is why, you know, I had cancer. I was getting ready to, you know, I was prepared to die. Um, thank God, you know, that that's not what happened. But it's why I wasn't afraid of yeah. it, because I genuinely believe heaven is so much better than anything that we can possibly experience here on earth. Yeah. And, and this is why Peter, going through suffering, maybe writing from prison at this point, is saying, it's not about what we have on this earth. It's about looking past to the promises that God had with expectation, great expectation. Yeah. And I'll even say this along with uh, verse six for the person who's listening to this, like, well, man, I'm going to go through a lot of trials and problems. Is there any joy, any hope? It says, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. Yeah. So it's not going to last forever. Whatever you are going through right now will not last forever. It'll last. Right. For a little while, right. and then it'll all be over. So I think that that's a bit of hope that he's giving us yeah. in uh, verse 6. When my son, uh, David, he's he's a big guy. He's 6'4", yeah. 200 and some odd pounds. He's a big guy. When he was little, he was perpetually hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'd sit him on our lap, you know, we'd be yeah. playing in, and uh, he'd be yeah. leaning forward, get it, get it, and he would cry between bites. <laughs> Because, it wasn't fast enough. Well, because in his mind, that's the last bite he's ever going to have. Yeah. Well, my, my life is falling apart because nobody's <laughs> stuffing more applesauce in my mouth, right? And it was so silly. As, as an adult, looking, going, David, there's plenty of food. Yeah. By the way, your father has the ability to bury you. I could back a dump truck of food up and just yeah. bury you in it, right? It's going to be okay. So in his immaturity, he was afraid there wasn't any more for him. Yeah. Right? And But as his father, I could, I could bury him in food. Yeah. And... I think that that's kind of what the Heavenly Father's doing is he, he's reminding you, yeah, sure, it's a little while. Yeah. Oh, it's a struggle. And yeah. I'm not minimizing struggle. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is 
in the scope of eternity, there's going to be a day, a hundred years, a thousand years from now, you can look back and go, wow, I was kind of, my, my big picture view was very limited. I was kind of immature in yeah. that. So the struggle is real today, but it's because of this. Verse 7 says, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. Mm-hmm. Tell me any other way you can show your faith is genuine. The only thing I can tell you is James, the book right before, says, by what you do. Yeah. What you do proves that your faith is genuine and the fact that you're able to, to persevere through struggle and trial. You don't just walk away from your faith. Those are the only two ways that we can show that our faith is genuine. Yeah. And it goes on to say it is being tested as fire. And that's the part that we don't yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to be tested. I remember being in uh, at St. David. I did not like tests. Oh, me either. So th- the teacher actually met with my parents and said, Wesley does great in school. He gets, you know, great grades. The moment I say this is a test, like his grade just plummets then. It was something about being tested that we just don't like. It can be the same activity, just as long as we don't call it a test and we're happy with it. So, yeah, I think there's something to be said about that. Um, You know, our our faith actually being tested, being proven, being refined. Right. Yeah. Well, when we understand that, you know, because then he starts kind of unpacking that we're going to stand before Jesus someday. Yeah. Right? And we are holy people, not because of our own choice uh, or our own behavior, but because Jesus' holiness is on us, right? He's, yeah. And holy just means that he's set us apart for himself. Mm-hmm. And so on that day, then he says, um, you're going to get much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world, right? And so when I'm, when I'm standing before Christ and I'm, prese- I'm presented to him, do I want to be, you know, just all dirty and 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 janky, you know, yeah. or do I want to present my, be presented as pure gold? Yeah. Well, the only way I can be presented as pure gold to Him, of course, I want to be pure gold. I just want it to be easy. Yeah. I don't want to have to run the race. Yeah. But He says the way that you're you're, you know, presented as pure gold to Jesus will be through the tests that purify you, just like fire purifies gold, and so the heat, the struggle, the wiping away of the 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 dirt and the the stuff that's in our life all those things make us better. Yeah. And so Peter is looking past the present struggle and saying, "Man, when I stand before Christ, I'll have been purified through the heat of the struggles in my life." Yeah. It's just an incredibly it, this is next level Christianity yes. and totally changes perspective. So you have this old man who's about to die for his faith who is full of joy. Yeah. He's like expecting. He's like excited yeah. about this. And and for most of us, we can't fathom it. It's because our, our faith hasn't gone to that next level yet. And it's usually because we're addicted to a little bit of comfort. Yeah. Instead of saying, man, I, I genuinely want God to do whatever he's doing in my life to make me more of what he wants me to be so that he'll present me to himself as pure gold. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's a great, that's a sermon there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exciting. Yeah. And so, you know, when you get down to the to the the bottom, uh, verse 12, uh, he says, you know, that these prophets, they knew these messages. Mm-hmm. They knew the promise of salvation from Christ. They just couldn't understand it all. And now the good news has been announced to you by those who preach in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. He's talking about the, you know, Peter and Paul and all yeah. those. And then he said, it is so wonderful, this message, this good news of the gospel Mm -hmm. that does forgive us of our sins, that does guarantee eternity in heaven. He said, it's all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. They're so excited. They see it coming because they're looking from a heavenly perspective. Mm -hmm. And they're just saying, if you could only know how incredible it is 
just on the other side, it would totally change the way you live your life. Yeah. And I think that's a, a message for someone who's listening today. If you only knew what God even had around the corner for you here on earth, yeah. if you only knew what was just down the path, I think oftentimes we forget that our eyesight or our comprehension of this earthly realm is limited. Oh, yeah. Where I like to say that we can only see down the street, but God can see down the street and around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we forget that. And based on the, the way that certain things look in your life right now, you may lose hope. You may get weary. But the Bible talks about don't get weary in well-doing. We have God with us. We have God on our side. And better things are around the corner. You can't see it yet. You may not understand it. You may not be able to figure it out. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough. Whatever your your fill in the blank is, there's better things around the corner for you and for your life. Oh, that's good. Wesley, I think that's where we should wrap up today. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was solid. Well, thank you for joining us on HC Daily. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us spread the word by liking this episode and sharing it on your social media platforms. Be sure to leave a comment and review, and don't forget to give us five stars. When you do, you help us reach even more people who need a daily devotional like HC Daily. If you'd like to hear more from Chris and Jeff, they're both teaching pastors at Heritage Church located in Southeast Michigan. You can get more of their messages by clicking on the Messages tab at heritagechurch.com. Be sure to join us again soon for another episode of HC Daily.